Welcome to the podcast. I didn't get it perfect. Damn it. I'm so mad at myself. Welcome to another episode of Nightmares Explained. And today... Uh, Instead of saying another episode, how about we call it the redo episode of Nightmares Oh, yeah. We spent the whole hour just talking about... We just recorded a full hour and didn't check that our mics were not at the dual audio thingy. Like, where you get both audios from one. And as it turns out, my whole hour speech becomes nothing. It gets deleted... And we have to redo it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you wanted to tell me a few stories about... Uh, you mean you want me to retell my stories? You wanted to retell your stories about your neighbors? Yeah, I'm going to retell my stories about my neighbors. But I decided we're going to call this episode The Chronicles of CJ and the Jays. Because you know their last name. Yeah. Anyways, um, I want to start by saying this. Like One of the last stories I just told made me really, really sad. And I kind of want to, like, find out why. And I want to help you, like, you helped me and analyze it, right? So, CJ's mom, we're going to call her PJ. Oh, she's out. We can't even use PJ. Oh, we'll call her Prius. Because that's, like, my nickname for her. We'll call her Prius. She has had a really rocky relationship with her husband. Like, really, really rocky. Like, there's been moments where they've gotten into fights. And she's tried to hit her husband with, like, a frying pan. Like, hard in the back of the head. And so, I've known I've known these people for over 20 years. Like, I was four years old when I met Big Pete. And I still, like, I still know them, but I rarely see them. Anyways, the saddest member of that family, like, the one I feel has, like, the worst, like, upbringing, the worst treatment, it has to be CJ, the middle kid. And I'll explain why. So, Big P and WJ. Yeah. I'm just going to call them Will. Sounds better. So, Big P and Will were Welcome to the first episode. Wait, not the first episode. No, welcome to the third take of this episode that (laughs) that we're on. Yeah, I've I've talked for over an hour. You talked for over an hour. And then, we did another two minutes, and it turns out that it didn't pick it up that well. So guess what that means? We gotta redo it again. You know what? Like you said though, if it's cursed for like the next, for this, this is the last time I try this. All right. All right. Like if it's cursed, we're doing, we're just doing a fuck it. We're just gonna do it tomorrow. It's like fuck it, we'll do it live. All right. So I told you that I wanted to call this episode the Chronicles of CJ, right? I was gonna call this episode freaking out the neighborhood. Which one? Freaking out the neighborhood. Why would you call it that? Cause it happened all in the neighborhood. Not everything. A good amount. Okay. Not everything. Chronicles of PJ, for sure. CJ. CJ? Yeah, because CJ is like my protagonist. He's like the main character today. Okay. Let's hear it. So, CJ is Big P's brother. We've talked about him before. We've talked about his episode. His uh, witchcraft episode. And that family's always had a very strange dynamic and I'll bring it up like this I'll, I'll give it like the easiest way I can explain it is this mom dad five kids and mom's boyfriend that has been the most recent dynamic for the past like 12 years that is fucked up and the dad lived in that house while she still had her boyfriend and she would sleep with her boyfriend and their dad would like sleep in another room with them but whenever her boyfriend was gone, she'd like treat her, her like their dad all nice and like ah oh, blah 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 and like cook for him and shit. Like it was very strange. So, anyways, I want to take this back to their beginnings, right? And so when I met them, I met Big P and Will, which is a second brother. They were roughly my age, and there's actually a very cutesy story of how we met. And CJ was there, their third brother. And he was the baby, so we didn't really, like, we didn't really, like, 
you know, like, I couldn't hang out with him as a little kid. And so what happened was, I'm going to tell the, or, like, the, the meeting story, right? So I was four. We had just moved into the house. Big P saw me. And he's like, oh, they have another boy. Let's hang out. Like, you wanted to play. And so they told their mom, they're like, hey, can we play with him? And their mom's like, you have to ask their mom. And so they walked up to my mom and they're like, hey, can we play with him? And so she's like, yeah, it's up to him. And so instantly we got along. We were, we were friends from the moment we met. And that was over 20 years ago. But I've always felt that the one that was always like mistreated in that family uh-huh. was CJ. CJ. Yeah. And I'll say why, right? Like, the best way to, to say this is Big P and Will are both dark-skinned kids. Like, they're dark-skinned. They're, they're, you know... And their mom and dad, also dark-skinned. Please don't tell me to stop recording again. No, it's recording. Okay. And their mom and dad, also dark-skinned. Yeah. And CJ is the only one in that family that's light-skinned. Like, white. Are you serious? Like, white, white. Yeah. So, what, what made him white? Because you said both his parents were dark. What I'm saying is, what made him white is... They used to have a neighbor, a white male neighbor. He lived on their right side of their home. And as it turns out, they, we all believe, like all of us like that are part of this like conversation, that, that whenever CJ comes up, we believe that that white guy is his dad. Like, we just have a very strong sense of it. Did he look like the guy? I'll bring it up a little later. All right. So, uh, their dad was told, Big P's dad, was told by Prius's family, Prius is their mom, that he was the son of a Sancho. And as we talked about with our friend Kenneth before, a Sancho is basically who your wife cheats on you with. Yeah. And they were teasing him and teasing him and teasing him forever. And one day, it was his fourth birthday, CJ's. And I remember we were all there. We were partying. They even had, like, little horse toys. Mm-hmm. And my dumbass, like, picked up almost all of them. Like, I grabbed, like, a little milk crate and put them all into the into the thing. And I walked out with them. And they were like, hey, you can't do that. It's for the guests. And I was like, well, I am a guest. And they're like, no, you can't take all the horses. I was like, but I want them. <laughs> so I just walked out. I even got into a fight with Will over it. But then the, their mom was like, let them take them. We have a bunch of them. Like, they bought a, a surplus of them. Like, a shit ton of toys. Anyways, um... And this birthday, we saw this, like, white man come. He came to visit. And we all looked at him. And we're like, why does he look so familiar? And their mom, like, no bullshit. Their mom picked up CJ, took him inside, and, like, stayed there until the white man left. And my mom says, because she has a good memory, she says, that guy looks identical to the kid. You're fucking with me, right? 100%. That's a real thing. That's a real story. That's a real story, yes. I didn't bring it up in the last time because that was going to be our ending story. But this is the beginning. What? Yeah. CJ, I was going to say his name, is the black sheep of that family. CJ is not. And ironically, he's white. And ironically, he's white, yeah. Well, he's the white sheep of the black of the black sheep family. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah. That's like a bombshell that he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Everyone else, all of us around him, know. And that kind of explains why those stories I told you earlier were so sad. Because of that. Like, I'm sure she thinks he is the cause of her, her like, her, like, hatred of her husband, like, her and her husband fighting. And things like that. Because my mom says that she's seen them fight before to the point where she pulls a knife out on them. That's crazy. And there's this story that, like, is really sad, too. Basically, her husband... Uh, I want to go chronologically, kind of. Yeah. So... Waiting on the car. Waiting on a box truck, by the way. So... Her husband's 
took Big P to a brothel when he was 12 years old. What's brothel? Like prostitute, like oh. a, a whorehouse. She, he took him to that, and he like a, Big P was like fucking him down, like he did stuff. And when he came back, when they both came back, they had like stuff, like STDs. Oh shit! Yeah. His first STD when he was 12. Yes. That's disgusting. I'm saying that is disgusting. Her, his dad did that, and that's kind of started her like distrust in her husband. Because he instantly, like, I'm pretty sure his dad's like, hey, don't tell her. No, like, this is, this is just between me and you. And as soon as he kind of came home, he's like, hey, mom, we went to a whorehouse. Damn. And that's kind of like her distrust with him. But I'm sure their dad had a distrust with her since he found out about the kid. Like, I'm sure he's, like, beyond pissed off that, like, that white guy never did anything with, the, with his son. And it's not his own, it's not his fault, though. It's his mom's because she wanted to pretend that it wasn't his. Yeah. Like, why would she do that to him, you know? Like, that's fucked up. And this all goes back and forth. Like, they're cheating, I guess. And there's a story of, like, they used to always have people go to their house and, like, clean. And, like, they lived there. They would bring people from Mexico and have them live there a little bit with them. And then they would leave. And uh, her husband was always accused of, like, you know, doing something with, like, some of the girls that would clean. And from there, I guess she also started doing her own thing. And she ended up having, like, a boyfriend... And that's how, like, they got to that point where that boyfriend was living with her. And so, and she's, like, super jealous of her husband because I remember there was a time, like, after she had her boyfriend that the husband met this other girl. I think she was, like, from Peru. And she went up to her and, like, confronted her and, like, fought her. And she kicked her out of the house. And so the husband didn't have anyone anymore. Like, it was just her. That is beyond dumb. Like, it's beyond crazy. Like, they shouldn't do that. They shouldn't. I no. don't know what the hell they were thinking. Is that why you have your microphone there? Because, like, just in case I could pick me up, too? No. Because I keep turning my head. Oh. I want to make sure it gets my voice. And so, chronologically, we go to... Let me see. What's the next story from them? After the party... I remember this is, a, like, a little funny, like, teaser in between. I... We were playing baseball in their backyard, right? And I remember I got hit in the head with a ball. Like, it flew right back at me, and it hit me in the head. And I was, like, crying. And I was like, I'm going to call the police. I'm call the police. I, I got assaulted. And their mom was like, you're going to call the police? Then get out of here. And I got sadder because I was like, oh, I'm hanging out with my friends. <laughs> and so I went to the other side of, the, of, of our home. And then, like, my mom was like, hey, go apologize. Don't say you're going to call the police. Just say you're sorry because, you know, it's not, it's not like it's their fault. And so I went up to her and I'm like, I'm very sorry. Can I go hang out with them again? She's like, yeah, come in. That was one of those like like kid moments, right? But I remember that I learned how to cuss from them. Like I remember I picked up all my customers from them because their parents would fight so much and they would cuss at each other that they would like know the words. And then one day we're like sitting in the back and my friend's like, hey, this, this word means this. And I was like, okay, he's like, say it out loud. And I said it. And he's like, no, yell it. And I was like, why? And he was like, just yell it. And I started yelling a bunch of curse words out. And my mom heard it. And she was like, what are you saying? And she, like, grabbed me and just, like, took me to the house and beat my ass. Damn, you still remember all this? I remember a lot, bro. Like, I remember when Power Rangers was big. We would be the Power Rangers because it was four of them and, uh, and me. It was all five. And I, would, I was always picked Blue Ranger. And we would fight. Because <laughs> actually it was five of them later on. And we would fight over who was going to be pink and yellow. But I was like, I'm always blue. Like, I had that rule. Uh-huh. I was like, you guys pick your colors. And, like, Big P would be like, I'm red. And Will was like, okay, well, I'm black. And then we'd be like, all right, CJ, I guess you're yellow. And EJ, you're pink. He's like, I don't want to be pink. Like, we'd have those fights. And then when they would announce the six ranger, like, you know how they would always have, like, the white ranger or, like, whatever. I'd be like, I'm that. Some one of you guys can be blue, but I'm that. And then they'd be like, okay, RJ, you're pink. What? Why? Like, it was like that, dude. It was fun. Like, I still remember having those moments. But I want to get back to their thing, right? So all I can say is between the time I went to Miami and came back, their family dynamic changed dramatically. Because, like I said, she had her boyfriend living with them in that house. And around the time I came back from Miami, I had my Tomb Raider moment or my Indiana Jones moment at their home where... I walked in to their kitchen and the floor just started falling. 
like bad. Did the song Free Falling come out? No. But I was standing next to their fridge, and so if I would have kept like stayed there, it would have probably fallen on me. I remember that now, because I like walked in. Their fridge was like on the left, and the fucking floor just started falling. And I ran back out of the door, and I barely made it. And as it turns out, like the bottom of their floor was completely rotten, like completely entirely rotten, because they had a pool, and all the water from their pool would seep in to the bottom of their house. And it basically rotted all the wood underneath it. And that's what caused it to like break. But they were originally blaming me for it. And then when they found out that it was all rotted, their mom's like, no, don't worry about it. We're just glad you're safe because you could have gotten more injured. You could have broken your legs. And from that point, they moved upstairs because their house was two stories. And basically the first story was a house. The second story was a house. And they had a bunch of stuff. And in the second story, is where the husband found out about her boyfriend. And we're, we're going to call him Proof, right? That's his name. So Proof was lived with... Uh, their, their, their dad found out about Proof. And he ended up confronting their mom, the, the Big P's mom. And when he did that, I guess he put his hands on her or probably he probably hit her. But their mom is a very like chronological liar. Like, she'll say a lie and just keep building on it and ends up believing it. And so I'm pretty sure she lied to Big P that, like, her dad hit her, that his dad hit her. So Big P grabbed his dad by the neck, pushed him from the kitchen all the way to the front balcony. And I'll give you an example of how long that is. The kitchen would be the back fence. Uh-huh. The back fence right here where we are. And the balcony would be up front right here where the buckets are. We're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Okay, uh, welcome back. So what were you saying? I was saying that Big P dragged his dad from the back of this fence to where the buckets are. To give you a distance of like how far it was. That's far. No, but the second fence. You know how there's like another little fence right here? That's still far. Yeah, he dragged him by the neck and like put him over the balcony. Yeah. And when he did that, he was telling his dad, he's like, if I let go of you, you're going to die. He's like, I should let go of you. And I remember CJ told me that if he would have done that, his dad would have actually died because it was like a concrete block, like underneath it, like a passageway. And he would have fallen directly on that and it would have been a bad day. Yeah, I bet. It's still recording, right? I'm going to be checking all the time. Okay. So, after that, the boyfriend moved into the house, and they had a they had a very strange relationship because they would treat their dad poorly, like really, really bad. Like I remember one time, their dad asked them like if they could make an invoice for them, and his dad and Big P was like, "Get the fuck out of here! I'm not going to help you with anything." And he would be like, "Come on, we got to get this invoice done because if not, I'm not going to get paid. I'm, I need to pay my employees. I need to pay y'all." Like, I need to pay people. And they they did not care. Like, most of them did not, except for CJ. CJ was like, oh, let me try to help you out, Dad. What does that say? His dad was kind of, like, like dismissive of him, I guess you could say. He'd be like, like, oh, whatever, I want want Big P to help me. And so, after this, actually, a little bit before this, I remember I came back from Florida. And their... We, I, we were supposed to see I was supposed to sleep in their house They didn't know we were coming back or anything like that But I remember like they told me Hey whenever you come back sleep here We don't mind And I remember I went in and I knocked on their door And no one was there And then they told me later on That they went dancing with their mom Like they went to uh, Escapade Who and who went uh, Will and Big P Oh yeah, they went dancing with their mom and everyone else stayed at the house, like, sleeping, I guess. And my dad was like, oh, look, they're dancing. Oh, how fancy. Like, he was, like, making fun of them. And I, like, I remember we just stayed, like, that night we stayed in the back of uh, of our pickup, of, of our silver Dodge. Yeah. And the day after that, we ended up staying at our old home, at our first home, actually. Yeah. And 
like I remember the owner, like the well, not the owner, but the guy that was renting it from us. He told us, "Hey, why don't you guys just stay here? Like, why don't you spend the night, or why don't you like sleep a little bit? Because we didn't sleep a lot in the truck; it was uncomfortable." And so my dad and mom went with. Uh, you remember that girl I told you, Chelly? Yeah. They went with her mom to like look for some some stuff. I guess they were just gonna hang out. And they let they asked me. They're like, "Do you want to come with us, or do you want to like sleep a little bit?" So I decided to like sleep. And when I did, I woke up because I felt something like a weird presence. And I clearly remember that on the windowsill they had like Madagascar. They had Madagascar figures. Yeah. It's like from McDonald's, I think. Oh yeah. And when I opened the window, I saw a guy, like I guess the guy that was renting the house, just stare at me. Like when I say stare, I mean like mean mugging, like just looking at me. Shit. And I remember I like got up from the bed, walked out, and I kind of like greeted him, and he still kept staring at me, but he kind of went like this, like, like that, but like looking at me. And so I walked you out. You grab your hand like that? I like I we we shook hands, and I was like, okay, voy con los vecinos, and he didn't say anything. He just kept staring at me. And when he did this, I was like, that's weird. And I ran to my neighbor's house. Uh-huh. And they were all there, and like they're like, "Hey, you're back!" Blah blah blah. And I told them, "Hey, you know that guy that's renting my house? Like, he's just staring at me, bro. And like, do you have, do you know why? Do you, do you have an idea of maybe why it happened?" And he, he and they're like, "No, but do you want to see like if he's still looking?" And I was like, "Yeah, let me just see." And their window, like for their room, was like right next to where the guy was. And as soon as I looked down, I that guy was looking right back at me. That's creepy as fuck. Beyond creepy, bro. And I'll talk about him a little later. Beyond creepy? Beyond. Oh, I thought you said he yawned. I was like. Beyond creepy. I was like, why would he yawn? I don't know if anyone can yawn creepy. Maybe like. (laughs) But yeah, it was beyond fucking scary, like, seeing that guy just stare at me. I think I knew his daughters. uh, Yeah, we're going to talk about them later. Okay. After I finish the, the Chronicles of the CJs. Okay. So... After that, we moved back in, right? And I told you I've had, like, a weird haunt at their home. No. Because when we moved back in, they had one free room. Like, before we moved back into my house, they had one free room upstairs. And so they told me, hey, do you want to stay Do you want to stay here? Because we had to wait a month for them to leave, like, the people that were renting. And so we stayed in. We stayed upstairs, like, in their, of their home. And when we did this, I remember one night I bought an HDMI cable, like for my for my system, because I remember I used to use like the three plugs for the TV. And so I bought an HDMI cable, and we were watching a movie in their room. I think it was Lords of Dogtown. And when we did, I left, and I was like, "Oh crap! I forgot my HDMI cable." And as I was gonna go open the door, I heard like running, like just running, like away from the door. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I was just confused. And I walked back into the room where we were watching the movie. Like the you getting goosebumps? Yeah. I walked back into the room where we were watching the movie. And the cable wasn't there anymore. Like, at all. Completely lost. Did you ever find it? Never. And I asked them if it was them. And they're like, no, bro. We left everything in the room. That's fucking creepy, bro. Yeah. And so after we moved back into our home... We had a couple, like, I don't know, like, they, we noticed some weird things happening with them, right? Like, they would, they were, uh, like, how can I say this? Like, I remember they were just constantly fighting, and there was always, like, a bunch, like, my mom used to work for them, and I remember one time my mom says that she saw, like, their parents, the Big piece parents, like, get into such a heavy fight where that their mom picked out, a, like, grabbed the frying pan and was swinging it as their, at their dad's head. Yeah. And like I told you, bro, that woman was brutal. I bet. Like, she would beat the shit out of them. I, I even missed that story, too. I'm going to say it right now. She would beat the shit out of them with cables, with hangers. Like, I remember she used to get, like, the belt wasn't anything anymore. She would just grab the cables, like, peel them. Like, you know, like, the like those cables, like, extension cord cables? 
peel them and hit them with it, like the raw, like pure cable, like none of that. The pure copper. Like pure copper, like she would hit the fuck out of them with that. And one time she was gonna beat the crap out of B, uh, Big P, right? So he ended up running and hiding in the trunk of a car, like a white car that they used to own. And I remember, this is an old story, I can't believe I forgot it. I remember that uh, we had a front door neighbor whose home ended up having a ton of termites. Like her house fell apart because of termites. And before all this, like she was friends with my mom, but not friends with their mom, not friends with Prius. So their mom was like yelling and she was like, Big P, Big P, but like their mom is loud. Like you can hear her around the block. Like people that lived around us knew her screams. And so, and also I'm gonna bring this up because it's a little fucking weird. But my mom says that her, like, her menstrual cycle was weird. How? Like, let's just say blood. Like, a bunch of blood. My mom says you could get a bucket of blood. Ew. Yeah. It was that bad. So anyways, um, that neighbor told my mom that she saw her, right? That she saw, that she saw Big P going to the back of the car. And so my mom went and told her, she's like, hey, you've been searching for Big P for an hour. Do you want, like, I think I know where he is because that lady told me. And their mom's like, fuck that lady, but what did, what did she say? And so she's like, she said that he went into the back of this trunk. And when they opened it, they saw him, like, drenched, like, completely drenched in sweat and basically, like, dehydrated. Because imagine, like, a dark trunk and, like, the car under the sun for a couple hours. I think he was in there for three hours. It was a white car, you said, right? It was a white car, but still, like, the heat's going to get to it. It doesn't matter how white it is. And anyways... Yeah, because I know they make the insides with black material Yeah, sometimes. it's all black material, yeah. Yeah. And so he... When they took him out, he was, like, he like trying to, like, breathe. And they, like, gave him water and, like, he was dehydrated. And they put him inside of a kiddie pool. Filled it up with, like, really, really cold water and left him in there for a little bit. But nothing worked, so he had to get taken out, like, to, like, to the hospital. And when he did, I guess, like, he was at Texas Children. And I still remember going to that place... And seeing that they had a McDonald's in Texas, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" And I was like, "Hey, can I get a Sunday?" Like, I didn't like I was very oblivious to what was going on. I was like, "My friend almost died, but I'm over here like trying to get like a Sunday and like a kids meal and like find a good toy in the in the kids meal." And after that, when he got home, I like his mom still beat him. After he was healed and everything, she's like, started hitting him with cables. She still beat him. She still beat him after that, yeah. And like I said, bro, their mom, she's like negligent as fuck with them too. Living like, in that family, I feel like it'd be a nightmare. I, I think it is. I would say it is. I never lived with them only for like a month when we were waiting for those people to move out. But it's bad, bro. Like they, they would get into fights constantly. The food in their home would be rotting. Because she would come here to the flea market, like the market, and buy boxes of like fruit, apples, like things like that. And they'd eat a little bit. But the bottom parts of it would always stay and it'd just be rotting, full of flies. Like their house, like their kitchen was completely covered in flies. That's why I never ate there because all their food was always like a bunch of fucking flies all over it. And speaking like more chronologically, I remember now the RJ story. And you went to school with RJ, right? So the story goes that they had an ATV, like a four by four, a quad bike. The quad bike, yeah. And he was driving around this, the, the block. And this one girl was driving, like, on the back. Like, she wasn't driving. She was, like, on the back seat. And she wanted to drive. And so she told him, hey, do you think I could drive? And he's like, no, because you don't know how to. And she said, oh, but I want to drive. And she started making, like, a berrinche, you know, like, crying and, like, a tantrum. And she started, uh, and their mom was like, Ronald, I mean, RJ, you gotta, you gotta let him... You gotta let her drive. And so they took off, right? And when they did, RJ, I mean, that girl crashed into a fence. And since he didn't have any protection, RJ literally flew off of it and hit the fence like face first. And he had like a really nasty, I wonder if they're closing. I'm not gonna eat. <laughs> they, and he had like this really, really nasty scar on, on the left side, yeah, left side of his face. Like going from the lip all the way down to his chin. Like a little bit from the upper lip down here. And I always call them Scarchin because of that. But his brother EJ told me 
that after that accident they had to go back and pick up like his teeth off the ground because there was a lot of blood and teeth like around there and they they weren't able to find all of it because there was like gravel pieces that were very similar to the teeth yeah i remember him not showing up to school and his brother was crying like all all day i can picture it yeah and also i think it's because they were threatened with uh, a cpf they were yeah as i remember when we came back like their mom's like you guys gotta behave because cps is gonna come after you they're gonna take me they're gonna take them away from you blah 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 hell i even remember this they had a custody thing like where they their parents agreed who's gonna take custody of who and their mom got custody of big p cj and rj and their dad got custody of will and ej and I remember one time their dad was like telling RJ, he's like, hey, you gotta listen to me. And RJ's like, what the fuck do you care? You're not even my dad. You don't even have my custody of me. Yeah. And the and the ironic thing is that his dad looks more like RJ. Yeah. Out of all of them? Out of all of them, he's the most, yeah. He's the he's a bald RJ. He is? <laughs> yeah. No, but he was just mad because he found out about like their who takes them if they split. Because they were still living together. But they still, like, had split custody over them. Like, their dad was responsible for three of them, and her, their mom was responsible for two of them. What? Yeah, that's how it was. You said your, her mom was responsible for three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She got Big P, she got CJ, and RJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she got, like, the big one, the medium one, and the little one. Oh, you're going to break that off, man? Yeah. And so... I'm trying to think of, like, another story I told you about them. After that accident, they had CPS, like, all over them. What about that, Val? Uh, Mother's Day story. Oh, that's CJ. I'm trying to save that. I'm trying to save, like, the the three CJ stories I have. Okay. Oh. Uh, that creepy guy. I already said that. He was staring at me. But, like, the... Oh, their family? Yeah. I could say that, but, I, I like, I kind of want to do that family separate from them. Okay. Yeah, but I'm thinking about, like, another CJ story or, like... I was going to say the WJ, uh, the Will story, but I'm not going to say it. Oh, that story about how your mom almost fought with them? Oh, there's also that. Yeah, yeah. So Well, not my, with them, but... My mom, they've always called her their aunt. Yeah. Right? And so they have a real aunt. Her name is Bon. And one day, Bon came and told my mom... Uh, no, no. She just came and grabbed like a pot of soup my mom was making and tossed it all into the trash. She was like, this is useless, this is all trash, and tossed it all in there. And my mom confronted her. She's like, what are you doing? And Bon told my mom, she's like, well, you're the one that's been, like, embrujando my my sister. Like, that's why my sister's been sick. That's why my sister hasn't been doing well, blah, 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 blah. And my mom's like, oh, what a coincidence that you say that. Because the guy that killed your son died a week after. Like, I'm pretty sure you did something to retaliate for that. What happened during that time? Huh? What happened to your son? Her son was shot right here in this bar, like right next to us. This one right here? This the one, one right, right the next one, to it? right next to it, yeah. Oh, crap. He was shot in the head. I wonder if that bar's haunted. I wonder, too. I, I wish I could talk to the bartender, like the owner, and be like, Hey, do you guys have any ghost stories? Because, dude, I forgot. He has a fucked up story. His what? mom was killed. Here? At another bar that they own. Like the blue one on Main? You know that blue bar on Main that has like two stories? Blue bar on Main. It has a for sale sign now. Uh, it has a for sale sign now. It's like right in front of like where they sell like bread, like a little bakery. Like, you know how there's like a ton of bars over here on Main. It's on the right side of the road. It's a blue bar. Where Shipley's company is? It's not close to it. No, no, no. It's right here on North Main. Right here? Yeah, going that way. One day when we pass by it, I'll tell where you. Where the Bloodbuster used to be? No. More this way. Where a field is? No, this way. Like coming this way. Like oh, on our this. on our side. Like on our side of this okay. of main. Oh, Dan Electros. It's not near Dan's Electros, but it's like Maspatras. Oh, okay. And Dan's Electros is on Little York, no? No, this one right here. On North Main. No, not on North Main. Right here, like in the middle of nowhere. Oh, okay. On these but, streets oh, right yeah, here. Yeah, but I'm saying North Main, like the actual main street. There's one on Link. There's a blue bar. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But there's a blue bar. Uh-huh. And in that bar, the owner of this of this one, his mom was killed. Like, guys broke in at night, and they shot her and her husband dead. 
So he lost his parents? He lost his parents, yeah. Damn, that sucks. And also, I just thought of someone else like that was close to these guys, like the Big P and all them. His name was Salvador. And his mom used to own my house. Okay, I was like, please don't tell me. His mom used to own that house I used to live in. And I remember, like, one time we were all hanging out with Salvador. We're like, hey, bro, so what are we going to do? Blah, 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 blah. And, like, the day later, like, a week later, he came over. And he was, like, sad. And he was wearing, like, black clothes. And I'm like, hey, what happened to you, bro? Like, I haven't seen you. And he was a senior while I was a junior, but we were, cl- we were cool. And he was like, yeah, my mom just got killed. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, her, her boyfriend lost his mind and killed her and shot himself in the head. Damn. I didn't even, like, I just thought of it right now. Like, I had forgotten. And I still remember this story because uh, we had to, we were going to go to her funeral. Like, right here on the, you know, the, the cemetery that's, like, right there? Like, on Main and what's-his-face? Like, that one with the white fence? Yeah. Like, in front of White Oak? White Oak Musical? Yeah, in front of there. Like, that was that's where they were going to do her funeral. And so, oh, Hollywood Cemetery. Yeah, and so they told us, do you guys want to come? And pay, and Big P's like, hey, bro, do you want to skip and go to it? And I was like, yeah, Salvador's one of my friends. Let's skip. And we, were gonna, we got out early. Like, we left in third period. And we got to our homes and changed. Like, we wore, like, our suits. And we went over there, and they're like, oh, the service already ended. And we're like, oh, shit. But we went to Salvador, and we're like, hey, how are you doing? And we had, like, a like a heart-to-heart, like, a moment of, like, you know, bro moment. Like, you're like, hey, bro, like, if you need anything, just come to us. And, like, he even stayed with them. He lived with them for a little bit, too. But I guess he couldn't handle it, and he moved, like, he moved out of there. And it's weird. Now that I think of it, there's another friend of theirs. His name was Paul. And that dude, his his dad got killed. And you know where? Tia Pancha. Damn. He was stabbed to death on the dance floor. Oh, God. Yeah, I just thought of that right now. Like, there's so many people connected to them that died. Did they ever catch the people that killed them? I don't know. Like, I just remember seeing Paul at school and like, Hey, bro, how you doing? He's like, no, nah, I'm still sad because, you know, the whole dad thing. But I guess I'll, I'll just get right into, like... EJ story I mean CJ stories okay. or if I say them for the end like you, you give me the idea you're fine go ahead alright so CJ has always been a black sheep in that house right he's well, always been treated badly ironically the white sheep yeah the white sheep everyone's are black, black, black they're all black they're dark skin it's funny because I'm like bro you guys are so black they're like yeah from the waist below always <laughs> I'm like oh my god so anyways uh, CJ has had a really like fucked up upbringing like, I remember one time I was hanging out with him, and I, I just went like, "Ah, oh, shit!" And he looked at me. I was like, "What do you want?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Yeah, what do you want? Why do you call me?" And I was like, "I never called you." He's like, "But you called. You said shit." I'm like, "Yeah. Oh shit! Something bad happened." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And so what happened there was, CJ was so used to being called shit that whenever you said the word shit, he instantly thought it was him, and he would like be like, "Hey, what's up? What do you need?" Like, that's because his family called him that. Like, every single one of his brothers would call him shit. And, like, their friends would come over and they'd be like, ha, ah, shit. And they started calling him, too. Like, they basically made it, like, a big, like, group thing. And so, like, that's one thing that happened. Another thing was that they gave him the nickname SpongeBob. Because they're like, hey, bro, whenever anyone needs something, you're always ready, right? And they're like, you're ready, you're ready, right? Like, they would tell him that. And he'd be like, no, I don't, like, I want to do my own thing. Oh, I can bring up this other story, too. I I just remember another one. Anyways, I remember one time, our friend, uh, Elir, was hanging out with them. And they were playing Call of Duty. I think Black Ops, zombies. And CJ was telling PJ, or Big P, he's like, bro, let me play. I want to play with Elir. And he's like, no, you're not going to play until you make me a sandwich. And CJ's like, bro, come on. You already ate like two bowls of cereals. You don't need a sandwich. He's like, I want a sandwich. And so he went and made him a sandwich. Came back, gave it to him. And and Big P's like, it's not toasted. Give me another one. And so CJ got up. He's like, give me the sandwich. He's like, no, I'm going to eat it. So he ate the sandwich he made. He went to, CJ went and made another one and toasted it. And he gave it to him. And then Big P's like, Alright, you can you can play now. 
Damn. Like, dude, he treated him so fucking badly. I'm surprised he hasn't snapped. That's what I said. That happened once. And then another story that I just remembered, too, is that their mom would treat their dogs better than them. Like, she would treat them like shit, and their dog, she'd be like, what the pretty does it like that? Like, she's like, where's my little precious? And so one time, she was, like, talking to one of the dogs, and Ronald comes in, RJ, and he's like, Mom, uh, this happened. And his mom's like, I just got you the bean general. She just straight up went, like, with, like, a really happy moment with the dog to just telling him to shut the fuck up. Damn, bro. Yeah, she treated her kids like fucking shit, bro. Like, I, I don't know how they've all... Like, I'm pretty sure when she's older, none of them are going to take after her, like, take care of her. Like, I know when my mom gets to that age, I'm going to be trying my hardest to take care of her. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that happened. She's like, I have the pinche ronda, like And uh, there's another time that I just remembered with, like, from that. Uh, they had a pit bull upstairs. And when they had, they they brought in another dog later on because they had a habit of picking up any dog. Like they they would see a stray, they would pick it up and like keep it. <laughs> There's another story after that. And so uh, they had a pit bull, and they brought in another pit bull. And RJ was giving them tortilla like to eat, right? And he throws one at one of the dogs, and he throws one at the other dog, and then his dumbass goes right in the middle of both of them. And the dogs literally started fighting each other for the tortilla. Like, nasty. Like, one of them bit into the neck of the other one, and it just went <laughs> limp. It went limp. And when that happened, the other dog let go, because a pit bull, once it holds on, it doesn't let go. Yeah, that's a pit bull. That's what they say. Like you, Once it holds on, it doesn't let go unless you do a bullet to the head. That's a pit bull for you. Yeah. And so, it did that. Like, when it went limp, it let go. And once it happened, that limp dog stood back up and bit that one back in the neck. Like, it played dead because it knew that's how it was going to get out. I tell you, bro, dogs are smart. And fucking genius. Like, when I saw that, I was... And, and you we were saw all, it? I saw it live. I was there in person. We were analyzing the fuck out of it. We're like UFC commentators. We're like, and this dog over here. Oh, shit, he's back up. Like, you know, like one of the... Hooks. And right after that... They had another dog. And it's funny because this dog's name was Junior. Uh-huh. And so their mom would always be yelling like, Junior! And I'd be like, hey, bro, I think your mom's calling you. And be like, it's not calling me, it's calling that fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just had some, like, dog memories. There's also another sad dog memory they had. What is it? They had a dog. His name was Doofy. He was, like, a small, like, uh, like the mini versions of, like, uh... What would it be called? Like the fluffy ass dogs? Like what are they called? Poodles? Yeah, it was like a mini poodle, like small, but like their hair was long, not puffy. And one day the dog escaped and it went out to the freeway chasing after them. Anyways, it got run over. Oh shit. And I remember it was like the morning before he went to school and they used to give me the rights to school. And when it happened, Will saw the dog and picked it up. And he walked home with it, like, on the way, like, back from the road. Because he was the one... They were searching everywhere. They were walking around. It didn't happen on the freeway. It happened on the speeder. And so he saw the dog, picked it up, walked it home, arrived with a ton of tears in his eyes. And he's just, like, yelling, like that, like, really sad. And everyone in the family did the exact same thing. And they all, like, started hugging each other. And I remember just sitting there going, like, because it's funny I never saw them have like a human moment so I just laughed at it you're so used to seeing them fight that I'm so used to seeing them fight I wasn't used to seeing them like hug each other and be all like lovey dovey <laughs> and I was like oh I'm so sad the dog died but I was also laughing so hard with it. you're an asshole bro nah alright so time to get back to CJ I don't want to lose I don't want to lose sight of this story that is CJ huh oh you're talking about Will no, that right? was Will anyways so CJ was called shit that was his nickname he was called Spongebob. And, oh, I forgot this other fucked up thing that happened to him. I'll tell it later, though. And, um... Their mom had a habit of taking away their Xbox. Like, because these kids, I'll give... I'll, I, like, I, I give their mom some credit. Like, I'm surprised she has that she didn't kill them. 
because imagine you trying to go to sleep and just hearing like super loud ass kids like yelling all night mm-hmm. and all five of them like going crazy and yelling like she never got good sleep and I think that has something to do with like her chronic headaches because she would always have them and I remember they used to play Call of Duty with like loud ass fucking volume like to hear the footsteps and stuff like that and I would walk in there and you'd hear like like loud as shit I'd be like bro what are you doing your mom's trying to sleep like I don't give a shit and I think it's maybe because they didn't have any love for her because like she would treat them badly and so one day she took the Xbox away from them for almost a year almost a whole year they would come over to my house to play because they were so desperate to play games they would be sitting in my house for hours playing non-stop until the point where I was like bro you guys gotta leave I'm done like you're taking too much time and so and so CJ was like I'm gonna buy my mom well I told him hey uh, it's Mother's Day in 2010 or 2012 and I told him hey I'm gonna go buy my mom some flowers do you want to get some with me and or like do you want to go with me he's like oh yeah bro I need to buy my mom some flowers too because it's her it's, it's her day and so we both went I bought a $20 bouquet and he bought like a $50 bouquet like really big very beautiful flowers and then he bought her some chocolates like a big box and he walked upstairs and he gave it to her and my mom was there with him she's like oh let's let's go see your mom's reaction like my mom wanted to see like what she reacted and she thought it was gonna be like a very nice moment like hug him and like oh thank you son and so when he did that his mom's like you're just a fucking pig that wants your xbox back grabbed the flowers threw them into the trash same thing with the chocolates threw it into the trash and told him i don't want anything from you you're just trying to gift me this because you want the xbox back you don't give a fuck about me and that was the exact opposite he didn't give a shit about the xbox and when he did that he looked over to my mom and he's like yeah bestia like you see you see on you see why i don't do anything for my mom because she always does this to us and right after that I remember like going upstairs and like trying to see his reaction too. I was like, hey, so what? And he's like crying, like bawling his eyes out, like really, really sad. And I was like, what happened, bro? And like I looked in the trash and there, the, there were the flowers right in there. And like the chocolate was in there for a little bit until Big P saw it and picked it out the trash and started eating it. And I remember like seeing that and I felt so bad for him. And a little bit after this, it was uh, like two years later because it was like his prom, his senior prom. Uh, he asked this girl out. Oh, no, no, no. I was there with him like the night before. He was preparing like a sign and like he bought some like chocolate strawberries and he was like getting like everything together for a promposal, right? And so I remember like when he got home, he was like crying and I was like, what happened, bro? Didn't you, did she say no? And he was like, bro, I didn't even get to ask her. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, this guy that I know saw that I had all this stuff ready in first period. And he also wanted to ask her out. So in second period, he went and asked her before I did. And so he was just crying and like super sad. And his mom was like, that's the only time I've seen his mom actually like show. Two times I've seen her show that she cares for him. And that was one time where she's like hugging him. And she's like, oh no, we can find her. We can ask this girl. Like she had a bunch of girls that like she knew because like she's friends with their moms. He's like, we can ask this girl, we can ask this girl. Like, well, there's a bunch of girls we could take, don't worry about it. And he was like really sad though. He's like, but I wanted to ask her, I wanted to take her, blah, blah, blah. And after this, I remember it was the same senior year. They got a call from the school that he hasn't been, that he hadn't been going to school for about two months. And his mom, like, he came to my house. I was supposed to drop him off at school. I was giving him a ride. And his mom told me, she's like, hey, have you been dropping them off? I'm like, yeah, I always drop them off. And she's like, then how come I got this call about two months of like school like, that he hasn't been there? And I was like, I don't know, ask him. And he like kind of hid from her because she was going to beat his ass. And he told me, I asked him, I'm like, hey, so what happened here, bro? Why aren't you going to school? And he's like, well, what happened was I was taking some medication. I was really sick and I was smoking weed. And he says that when he took a hit, he started coughing and someone took a video of it and they put the first time you hit a blunt like a dumbass and shared it all around the school so it became like a viral thing like in the school and everyone that would see him would like make fun of him and laugh at him and like talk shit to him and so that's why he like decided not to go to school like he would skip 
and I remember he told me he's like he told me the story and then his mom asked me she's like hey why like do you know why and I was like yeah he finally told me and she's like can you tell me and I asked him oh no I was like Christian you gotta tell your mom CJ you gotta tell your mom and he was like I don't want to I don't want to and so eventually I ended up telling her and she was like come on that doesn't matter what matters is that you graduate we gotta like you we gotta get you back to school ignore what everyone else says if you want we can talk to a counselor we can do something and he went back to school after that like normally like that was the last time I saw her show any love for him and the final story for CJ is uh, it happened last year last year yeah last year his brother EJ had just come back from California and like I said bro EJ is one of the smartest kids I know like super smart and so he's even going over there to become a scientist like he's working at one of those like mechanical not mechanical institute but like you know like a te- technological institutes and when he came back CJ had cleaned the house like completely and he had like had the plates clean he had everything clean nice and clean because he's used to doing that he's the one that takes care of his dad like when his mom and dad split up he was the one taking care of his dad and also, I'm going to share this other thing that I fucking annoyed, like, I'm annoyed by. His dad goes to Mexico every six months. He never takes CJ with him, even though CJ is the one that takes care of him. He takes Will, he takes Big P, he takes anybody but him. And I was like, I remember I asked him once, I'm like, hey, bro, how come he doesn't take you? And he's like, I don't know, but I'm really sad because I always want to go with him and he never takes me. Like, how do you do that to somebody? Like, he does everything for you, and you still don't even repay him with, like, a little bit of, hey, let's go to Mexico, son, let's have some fun. Nothing. And he takes the ones that treat him like shit over there. So, anyways, EJ and Big P had just come back from the airport, and they ate food, right? They ate food, and they left it on the table. They left the plates. And so CJ comes home from work, and he's like, hey, why are these plates here? Why didn't you guys clean them? And then EJ goes, oh because it's your job to do it he's like you're spongebob aren't you you're always ready and that's when cj lost him and the story goes that he beat the shit out of ej like beat him like bad like left him bloody and so ej is a very vindictive person like he's known for doing like i'm gonna say the word gay stuff like he'll claw like he'll scratch like he doesn't fight fight he like scratches you and he gets payback in another way. And as it turns out, he is gay. I'm not gonna like it's not yeah. a, it's not a stereotype. It's like real. And he ends up grabbing his brother's clothes, all of CJ's clothes, putting it inside of a black plastic bag, and pouring bleach on it. Wouldn't the bleach burn through the plastic bag? I don't know. Like they just said, he put it through a, bla- a, pla- a plastic bag. I don't think bag. it would. I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure that like there's strong ass bags out there that don't. Aren't yeah. By oh, it's leaf. probably like the ones for the leaf blower. Maybe the ones where you put the leaves. The str- like construction bags. Yeah, construction yeah, bags. Are, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, he grabbed the bag, put all his clothes in it, and CJ has expensive taste. Like he'll he'll buy clothes like from Nike, from Jordan, Adidas, Adidas, like Supreme, like that fucking expensive. Oh, Supreme, dude. Expensive ass shit. He buys it. Like, I remember one time, he's like, hey, I found this, like, Supreme jacket for 300 bucks. I'm going to buy it. I was like, you sure? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to buy it. That's all he spends his money on, clothes. And so, as it turns out... Also, I'm going to say something else after this. As it turns out, he did that. He put all his clothes in there, put bleach on it. His mom... I don't know what the fuck she was thinking, but she grabbed the bag, put it away, hid it, until after EJ left. He hid the bag from CJ. And then when CJ found it, he's like, hey, mom, what's this? And he looked in, and he's like, bro, what the fuck? That's all my clothes. That's everything I had. That's all the expensive stuff. His mom's like, oh, EJ did that when you well, after you beat his ass. And he's like, so why didn't you stop him? And she's like, you know how he is. That's all she said. Again, why hasn't he snapped? Why hasn't he left? Yeah, that's, that too. Like, our close friend Elier has told me, he's like, I wish he could move in with me. And he's like, but I, I know he won't because his mom's going to call the cops on me. 
our friend does some like shady stuff. Like what? So we can't talk about it on the podcast. Oh well. Anyways, uh, yeah, he's. It's not even that bad. Yeah. It's it's Regis level bad. Oh okay. okay. Yeah yeah, they, yeah. You don't need I'll, to know more. Yeah. I already know. Yeah yeah. You don't even have to tell me. And basically, like his mom will call. Like CJ's mom will call the cops on him and get him arrested. I mean, William's already. Don't worry about it. We, we, I said Will. Will. Yeah. I mean, William's already, like, old enough. He can leave now. No, CJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Will has CJ, another story. CJ is old enough. He can leave. But he doesn't. And I told you, this is, like, two things I hate recently that I just remembered. One, he gets paid less than his brothers, and he does more work than them. Like, I remember for the longest last year, he was getting paid 80 Until recently, he got upgraded to 100 bucks a day. And... His brothers get paid 130 a day. And they don't do shit. Two, he lost a shit ton of weight. Like, he got skinny. Like, skinny, skinny. Like, he looked like a broomstick to me when I saw him the last time. And they still call him fat. They still call him fat and a lard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, those are just things I'm realizing that I feel so bad for him. Like, I remember my mom used to tell me, she's like, you know what, I think we should, I, 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 want, I wish I could adopt him. Because he's always, like, a kind person. He helps around the house. He cooks. He does the dishes. He does laundry. Like, he folds the clothes. Like, he does everything for everyone. Imagine that if you have five brothers, four brothers, and you do all their shit, how would you feel? And they treat you like shit too Like they don't show any love towards you Yeah no I, w- I would have left a long time ago Yeah that's what I'm saying too Like you should just be gone from there Like Yeah And like my mom says Guaranteed He's gonna be the only one Taking care of his mom When she's older I hope not Well no I wouldn't wish that I upon mean, his I mom I kinda hope not too though Cause his mom's not a good person I After what I went through all week I, I don't I don't I don't think a mom should be taken for granted. Well, no, but their mom was never a mom to them. She would always treat them like shit. And, like, she would just try to, like, wrangle them with violence. Like, she never showed kindness. Oh, well, yeah. Well. Is that, uh... Is that the last story? I mean, how much time do we have total? 40 minutes. Oh, wow, great. Let's hope it does pick up all the audio. I'm pretty sure I do have one more Forrest... I mean, a Big P story. (laughs) Okay. Walrus story. Oh, two. CJ. This is another one I just remembered. It's really, really funny. So, he was late for his graduation. And I remember I was told, hey, his graduation is going to be on this day. You want to come? And I was like, 100% yes, because you guys came to mine. No, no, you came to mine, by the way. I was all by myself. I didn't know you. You knew me? I didn't know you. When I graduated from high school? When did you graduate? 2012. We knew each other. Well, it was the day of Regis' party. Well, no one told me anything. I told all of y'all, though. I texted, not you, but Michael. Yeah, it's the time when me texted, and you didn't text. I, but I texted your brother. I texted uh, Regis. I texted Kenneth. They're all like, oh, there's a party today, so we're not going. I was like, all right, fuck it. Anyways. Yeah, I would have gone. Anyways, it was his graduation, right? Yeah. And I was supposed to go, but I didn't get a chance to because we were all ready. Like, me and my mom were ready, like, at 8 in the morning. And my dad was like, hey, you guys going to come help me sell soap? And so I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll go. My mom, stay home and wait for their graduation. Like, let them give you a ride. And I'll just help my dad sell soap. In that other place, that was like right ahead of us. And uh, when they did, you know what time they left for graduation? Try to take a small guess. Two. Yeah. Oh, wow. In the afternoon. I was right. No bullshit. CJ was one of the last students to go up to the graduation you know how they do alphabetical since he got there so late he had to be the last one in line so they had to wait for everyone to leave that's not that's kind of their but it's not his fault he was ready oh he was already his brothers were the ones that were supposed to take him like his mom and dad didn't even go with him they didn't go see him no no it was just his brothers and it's funny too because they met a girl that they knew and she was like, hey, uh, they're, they're like, hey, has, uh, have they called the last name already? Like the, the J last name? And she's like, wait, I thought you guys were W. And they're like, what do you mean? And he's like, because, you know, uh, Big P, why this? 
because they used to call themselves that, like the widest, like with a W. She's like, I thought you guys were the widest. And they're like, he's, they're like no, we're the other one. We're, the, we're with the J. And she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, they called that ages ago. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. He was the last one in the, at his graduation because his brothers didn't give a shit and they didn't want to take him. This is CJ? Yeah, CJ. That's that's depressing. And this kind of saddens me because he, he doesn't have a happy ending. He doesn't. He's still there. He's not going to leave. If I had my my way, like a talk, a way to talk to him and text him, bad habit that they have too. Always change numbers. They always lose their cell phones, and they always. Oh, this was fucked up. I just remembered. CJ saved up for a summer. He saved over five thousand dollars. What? A good amount. He got paid a shit ton, bro. Like, cause he worked a lot, and he saved over five thousand dollars. All that money, he had it stashed away. And one day, he lost all of it. How? At his house. Someone broke into his stash and stole his money. And we all have the belief that it's his mom. And you know what? It's not even a belief. It's proven. Because that day, he's like, hey, mom, what happened here? Uh, I'm losing. I'm missing money. And she's like, how much money? And he's like, 5000 And she's like, oh, yeah, I grabbed all of it because I had to pay our employees and I had to go buy, uh, buy stuff for our company. Like pool equipments and things like that. And he's like, Am I gonna get my money back? She's like, Later. Hasn't paid him back to this day. That sucks. And he worked hard to save his money. You know what's also really fucked up now that I think about it? His brother Will got a new truck in the year 2013 or 14. Like brand new Dodge Ram. Well, actually, he had two. He had one that made a ton of noise. And then he bought the new one, like the brand new one, like of the year. Literally, in the first week, he had driven over a thousand miles. The hell was he Where did he, he go? He was doing road trips everywhere. Anyways, when it was time for CJ to get a car, his dad's like, all right, let's find one on Craigslist that's less than 5000 He bought him like a $2,000 Chrysler. And he never took care of it. Like, he just left it there. I'm telling you, man, it sucks. He's, like, the worst I just, person I've ever met. I hope he comes around, and I hope he's doing... Wherever you are, if you're listening to this... I'm gonna probably send him this fucking podcast. Wherever you are, I hope you're doing well, and God bless you. Honestly, bro, God bless you. I fucking love you to death. If you ever want to leave that place, we I, we don't have a lot of room at my house, but I'll fucking find place. I'll find space for you. Because you don't deserve that, bro. That's all I got to say. I don't even know you, and I agree with him. You don't deserve that treatment. You don't deserve to be, like, brought down and broken down. Like, my mom loves you, and she always says that she wishes she could have adopted you or done something to get you out of that situation. And, dude, I hope we see you again. That's all I got to say. So uh, let's try to lighten up the mood and make this the final one. But uh, you forgot to mention this near-death experience at one time when y'all went paintballing. And my brother mentioned how, like, you were going to be the boulder from uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, And then okay. uh, Big P was driving. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Here. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I got to tell the little stories, right? You got it? So this was the time that your brother met them, right? And he knows them for a while. Yeah, now he's because, known yeah, them. He's known them, but, like, he got, he got to hang out with them, basically. And they would drive in this, like... Uh, silver Ford F-150 and it didn't even have a horn <laughs> I they thought it was it, your truck no they called it the queef truck like when <laughs> they would hit it it'd just go <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that your brother was sitting in the middle of me and Big P right because uh-huh. he's the skinniest and the rest of them were in the back <laughs> and your brother goes he's like hey so how's your new movie role <laughs> I'm like what do you mean he's like you know you're going to be the new boulder in Indiana Jones <laughs> <laughs> and out of nowhere you just hear Big P go <laughs> That's how he laughs Like he does like the <laughs> Like he has to catch his breath Whenever he laughs And And he literally like Starts swerving to the side And we're like Oh shit oh shit And he's, we're like Calm down bro And he's still like Laughing his ass off Like <laughs> And I was like Bro are you trying to kill us Like I told your brother I was like You're trying to kill us With this fucking guy <laughs> and, um, and me and your brother play Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, we had nicknames for Big P and CJ. Uh-huh. Big P was Pot of Greed, you know, like that big ass face, like with a smile. <laughs> and CJ was Jar of Greed because it's wider. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that. <laughs> but good, um, good, good last memory, like good, like way to end it on a high note right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um. Tune in next time on uh, Nightmares Explained when um, we talk about other stuff. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, this is Nightmares Explained signing out. Thank you guys. Bye.